Thanks for joining us for Episode 8 of Season 3 of Couples, Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. The first and third Wednesday of each month, we drop episodes with advice, tips, and real-world experience for partnering in business and life. I'm Jody, a business owner and communication strategist, and I hate when you oversleep and you still have those sleepy creases on your face at your first morning meeting. But on the plus side, I think we just discovered a great blues name, Sleepy Creases. Sleepy Creases. Sleepy Creases. I'd listen to that, but Sleepy Creases. I hate that, but I'm then I also love it. Ooh, the, the best of sleepy creases. You make it seem like it was around forever, and then what? The best of? Yeah, disappeared. He only made one record. <laughs> It'll be a deep tracks feature. <laughs> I'm Glenn, Jody's partner in life and business, and because I made a snide Facebook comment a few weeks ago about a therapeutic face mask ad on my feed. Oh yeah. My feed is now full of ads for other masks, <laughs> and I've been meaning to tell you. Speaking of sleepy creases, we won't be having those to worry no about. No more wrinkles. The truck is going to back up here any minute and dump those all are the, the masks. like laser masks yeah, right the ones that look like uh iron man oh my god with, with a very yeah that's the thing light. about those things they don't get ironier they don't get like if you're you've made a complaint about it now no. they just think you want more no, of that the algorithms uh, algorithm they we gotta no find out who that is Algorithm algorithm should open for sleepy creases. Anyway, on today's show, we discuss choosing a company spokesperson. And at the end of the show, we talk about a certain Easter candy. Ooh, yum. Without further ado, let's get started with this episode of Couples Inc. For today's topic, we thought we would talk about being a spokesperson and not necessarily in the traditional sense. Like it doesn't always have to be about commercials or radio, but a lot of times, you know, you've got your social media posts, you've got your networking opportunities. As a small business owner, there's some pressure on you to be your own spokesperson. I'm feeling that pressure right now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? When you're a large corporation, people may or may not know who the owner is. But when you're a small business, it's kind of hard to differentiate you from your business in some instances. Oh, yeah. Um, Particularly in in all instances. In all instances. Yeah, that is true. So if you're a couple in business, Mm -hmm. sometimes there might be one person who automatically falls into that role of being the spokesperson. I would suggest... Um, getting a Photoshop app or maybe something along the lines of that uh, photo editor that I got, mm-hmm. the, the video editor, and presenting the two people as one body with two heads. Right. Or just morph together, like those face, like you switch faces. Why like, you, you want to make app? it weird? <laughs> Don't make it weird. I think sometimes it helps because you're a couple in business as opposed to a solopreneur mm-hmm. that maybe you guys can divide and conquer. And so like maybe one person is naturally more of a networker and someone who can talk to a lot of people. And maybe the other person might be a little bit more charismatic so they can be on the videos that you post on Facebook. It sort of goes back to our roles and goals. but And that person talks most of the time. Exactly. They. Oh, are you saying I'm – what are you saying? I said are that you, person you, talks most you, of the what time. What are you saying? I did not say I, anything else. We were going to talk a little bit about some of the pros and cons – and maybe reasons why you should or you shouldn't be your own spokesperson. Because in some instances, you may, like, for instance, with social media, you may not be as comfortable. And maybe you have a staff person who is a little bit more in line with, you know, creating 
energizing and exciting videos. I think that's one of the ultimate deciding factors Yeah, in uh, formulating who's going to be your spokesperson or who you're going to go to. And really, I think most of the time, you're going to want more than one. Yeah, you're I think that's good. If it's, yeah. if it's a couple in business especially, both of you will have your strong suits. Mm-hmm. And as long as you are unified in what you're saying, you know, you kind of read off the same sheet of music, then that shouldn't be that big of a deal. I think you're right. I mean, I've, I've worked for uh, couples before, and one, he was very charismatic and would always be great for media interviews, presentations to like the, you know, Rotary or something like that, yeah. but absolutely horrible at small talk and connecting to individuals. Just yeah. really not that person. So this is that person who's on stage. But then the wife, she could be your best friend within two minutes and really made a lot of connections that way. And they were kind of a power couple in that they were they knew their strengths and they yeah. divided. They played a, to them. Yeah, accordingly. Yeah. And I think that kind of plays into your strengths as a couple in business is that you can do that. Well, it's funny you should point that out, Jody, because I have done – some what? internet research on this. No. All that fancy stuff that we, you know, point and click and all of that. Uh-huh. And there's an authority on issue and crisis management that I kind of got, it kept pulling up on my search. Dr. Tony Jakes. Okay. He's based in Australia. And he has uh, That's something. That's not a crisis. That's a yeah, crisis. That's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crikey crisis. Uh, via LinkedIn. Okay. He has this LinkedIn uh, series. The title of his article is, Is the CEO Really Your Best Spokesperson? Mm. And it points out two common errors in choosing a company spokesperson, one of which is what you just talked about. The spokesperson must be the head of the company. Sometimes the best entrepreneurs might be fantastic one-on-one, mm-hmm. but lousy in a group setting. Or yes. lousy trying to address uh, a horde of cameras or microphones when you're making a big announcement or if there's exactly. a crisis or something like that. Yeah. We'll leave a link to this article in our show notes. Yeah. And some of the examples, I'll come back to these, are some of the examples of that going way into the ditch. Or they're funny and they're cringeworthy at the same time. <laughs> the other error is speaking with one voice means there should only be one person speaking. Right. You know, you, you kind of get confused and it's real easy for entrepreneurs to get the voice and the face of the business and put them together all the time. Make sure that they always do that. Mm-hmm. It isn't necessarily the best way to always do that. Right, based on the medium, based on the interaction, um, based on the expertise of the right. person. And yeah. especially if the company is, like I was saying a minute ago, in crisis, mm-hmm. or if what you're speaking about is stretched over a long period of time. Maybe you're undergoing some changes with your company. You're adding personnel and you're hiring uh, specialized people for tasks that may you know, require that you spread a broad net mm-hmm. for recruiting. Well, you're going to want that to resonate, not just in your in-house channels, but also if you've got, if it's a job initiative and you're going to be hiring several people for that, that's going to be good for your community. So you can leverage that into mm-hmm. uh, some sort of you know, press announcement or something that you could get extra mileage and extra traction from. Well, it does make you think that it is important that you think about the spokespeople. It doesn't have to be just you. And go through some sort of training yeah. with them so that everyone is using the same quote-unquote voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the... 
the end of this article it listed a study that was done a couple of years ago. It showed that only 48% of the respondents think that CEOs are very credible. Oh. And 58% suspect business leaders purposely say things they know are false or misleading. Do you think that's mainly large companies as opposed to the small mom and pop shops we tend to like really talk about? You know, I have to believe that's true mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, when you're a solopreneur or a couplepreneur partnership or something that is very small and close to the vest, you're not dealing with the kind of metrics that you are. Right. With larger companies, you're not certainly the money is not the same. The cash flow is not the same. So that kind of takes away some of the pressure, I think, off of you and your company to mm-hmm. really have to focus on getting some uh, crisis management right. training or to, to get your uh, message out there with with a unified uh, voice and just be prepared to to go at a moment's notice all the time. Now, that's not to be to say that there aren't some small companies that have gotten into some trouble and did the wrong thing and you're going to give us some examples yeah these are not small companies but it's you could fall into these traps pretty easily i think Mm -hmm. just on a smaller scale yeah Yeah. so there's the ceo of a british supermarket chain Uh, this is several years ago uh apparently i didn't hear about this when it was going on but he was responding to a horse meat scandal apparently they were putting horse meat in some of their meat products they were selling to people he said quote did we test for horse? No, but we haven't tested for dog or cat either. I mean, there might be dog or cat. You can't test for everything. No. Yes, his quote. Okay. Um, the clothing company CEO, we won't mention the company, but right, I know right. you've heard this one. Uh, when their pants got customer complaints for being too revealing and too sheer, uh-huh. he said, quite frankly, they don't work for some women's bodies. <gasps> Oh. Yeah, I think you know which company I'm mm-hmm. talking about. I think, think that strikes uh, the mm-hmm. memory cord. And this one, which I still remember, the BP Deepwater Horizon oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. This happened several years ago. The CEO, when he was under you know very intense um, pressure and very intense questioning by mm-hmm. reporters, uh, I just want to get my life back. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's oh. almost infamous. And one of the things very that's cited very often is not to do, what yeah. not to do in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really easy, I think, when you're the CEO on that scale, to let things slip like that right. and lose track of the optics of what you're saying. I think that, like I was saying before, when it's just a couple of people that are running the business and it's a micro-business, you have a grasp of that just about all the time. Right. It's in your windshield instead of in your side view or your rear view mirror mm-hmm. because it's part of who you are. It's part of your company DNA. Yeah, and you probably you're closer to the issue yeah. and it's probably no matter what your size if there is a crisis or you need somebody to be a spokesperson, it's probably good to stop and kind of think and maybe bounce ideas off of each other. Yeah. So when it's not a crisis, Sometimes it's good to have, say, the local business owner who may not be that polished be the spokesperson because that can be kind of quaint and charming. But other times it's not very effective. So what are your thoughts on on like when it's not a crisis, being your spokesperson or your face out Proceed in public? Proceed with caution. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to be looking inward at your company at all times. And especially if you're the person in question, let's say that you've been tapped 
to head up um, some sort of a, a new business. Uh, you, you've got a new revenue stream, okay. like the hiring thing. Okay, right, you've got right. something that's really going to make a difference. Well, it's very easy for you to think that you would be the best person to talk about that. You may not be suited for any channel. Mm-hmm. You may you may be able to write something, but your countenance, your overall demeanor, you, maybe you have a very thick accent, mm-hmm. or maybe you have bad hair. Maybe there's you know something quirky about you, like you got a, a twitchy something, eyelid something, or something like that. Well, something that maybe maybe you just you come across gruff, mm-hmm. and you know when you're really just to the point. People who know you may know more about well that just that person's. Um, speech pattern as opposed to oh well they just sound mean yeah um i think you're right you have to use caution sometimes there are some gems where you'll see some people who just somehow because of their quirky personality nothing about them says professional presenter professional you know spokesperson but they just come across charming that doesn't always happen so maybe you know maybe do assume that you should probably put the most polished person out there or at least the most engaging person. Um, I've had times where I've worked in an agency and I never understood this. It was for a car dealership. We were doing some advertising and it was a radio spot and he refused to say his name as the owner or son of the owner. You know, it was a familiar... But he had this horrible country accent. And if you knew him, you might say, oh, okay, that's so-and-so, you know, of whatever car dealership. But if you didn't, you're like, where did they get that spokesperson? It became a distraction. But if it was something like he was, you know, very country, but very, you know, he was was a charming person and had a great personality. A lot of people in town liked him. But if you didn't know... You would just hear the spot if he didn't say, hey, I'm, you know, Joe Smith of Smith's Toyota. Come on down. Then you you just wasted an opportunity. So if you're going to get out there and you are unpolished, at least let people know that there's a connection to the company as opposed to just, wow, that just is unpolished. If you wanted to say, you know, you want to be authentic and you want to come across authentic, go ahead and just let people know who you are, I think, in those instances. Some of the the lists, the checklists that Dr. Jakes put on here at the end of the article, uh, they make good examples no matter whether you're dealing with crisis or just everyday business Mm -hmm. operation. For example, enough technical knowledge to avoid making embarrassing mistakes. Like what do you mean? Like uh, as far as the knowledge of what your company does. Oh, oh so not work. the technical knowledge of the medium you're using, but the right. technical knowledge of your company. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense because if you are someone who, say, you run a t-shirt manufacturing company, mm-hmm. and things have changed a lot since you first started your business, but you're still in charge, and they start asking you things, people are going to wonder how what you know what kind of quality shirts are you going to get from this company if this person doesn't seem to know what kind of fabric they're using, where things are ordered, that yeah. kind of stuff. If you ever get asked about those things. Yeah, and it goes, it, that's kind of like the elevator speech that mm-hmm. you've been giving for year after year to prospect and customer alike. You know, you, you train yourself with that and you hone it uh, in just a kind of, a, I could say this in my sleep sort of way. Mm-hmm. So you know everything and you sound confident and you know the technical specs. Okay. Yeah. What else? Uh, the ability to avoid jargon. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, when you are in your business, it is so hard to not use the words you use. I remember one time I was saying, Oh, yeah, we'll send the ad to the pub. The person was like, Bar? Yes. And I'm like, 
No, no, publication. Always. Yeah. I'm like, why? I, I never thought it's, it's like I was going to send something to the pub and I would never have thought, because we don't, A, we're in America, we call them bars. Usually you don't say pub, but I was like, huh? Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. if you don't know, it's a publication. We're going to send it there or we're going to have a meeting there or whatever. And it was very confusing. I was like, okay, mental note. Even if it is so commonplace in your industry, don't assume. So if you're out there speaking to a group, um, whether it's you know, Rotary or you're on your social media channels and you're talking about your product or your company, make sure you are using like normal everyday language that your customers use. Sure. Remember when, when ER was like the big show and it oh, used yeah. to crack me up because they'd be like, okay, we need three cc's of odonstran and uh, statin, all you know, all these different things. And I'm like, oh my God, how do they know this stuff? And I'm like, wait, you know, if someone were to come to you and say, all right, I need a 30 second PSA, whatever, you would know, oh, 30 yeah. second radio spot that we're using as a public service announcement. Right. But it's so much jargon, but it added to the energy of the show. But I just was like, it's so confusing. All I knew, I remembered stat and cc's. Whatever it was, some CCs of something. I need some CC stat. Right. Sure. Sure. We'll have to start. You. I want to start using that in our in our industry now. But anyway, what, what's what's the next thing? One of the other things is the willingness to listen as well as talk. Mm-hmm. It's very simple, but it's it's sometimes the hardest thing to do to avoid just generating a word salad that comes out sometimes as jargon, but it can right. also be one of those things that you're just not aware of how much of the air you're taking out of the room. That's something I do notice that when people are doing, say, for instance, a Facebook Live for their their business mm-hmm. or they're doing an interview on TV, they'll think about how to start their answer or whatever they're saying, but they don't think about how to finish. And yeah. then that's when the rambling starts and it keeps going. And it's like, have your statement ready. Like, where do you want this to land? And that's just as important as having a really good start. So, like, if again, if you're a business that's, you know, I'll see people doing the Facebook Lives. If you're a business doing that, do a little bit of a script. Plan it out. Have what your finishing statement is going to be ready to go. Right. Have we learned anything? I have learned plenty. And I think you should be our spokesperson now. I will be the spokesperson. Wait a minute. I am the spokesperson for Couples, Inc. Until I decide I want to do it. You are the spokesperson (laughs) for Couples, Inc. Here we are at the Peeps Cooler. Hi, Jody. Hey, Glenn. This is interesting to have a Peeps Cooler, but I guess it's part of the season. I'm going to have to come up with a different sound effect for that. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how Peeps sound in a... A Peeps Cooler. Yeah. Well, we just need to buy a bunch of peeps and find out. Well, there you and, go. And a water cooler. It's, it's part of Couples Inc. R&D. Good thing we're spending on really important things. Okay. Can we take a deduction for that? I'm sure we can. Just put, sure. Put peeps. Peeps. On form 10. IRS, not a sponsor. IRS is not a sponsor, <laughs> no. And right. come to think of it, neither are peeps. So no, why peeps are, we are not. So much... get... Because they are so iconic, but yet I will I will say... Come at me if you want to, but they are unedible. They are not good 
food. First of all, the word is inedible. Oh, it is? Okay, and as the corporate CEO and spokesperson, you need to know about that. And I'm going to say... secondly, that is a very controversial statement. It is, and I stand by it, and I'm going to say they're anti-edible and non-edible okay. as well. Okay. I am well, going to completely do every opposite of what you just we said. We are now officially blackballed. Yeah, now peeps will never be a sponsor. No, they won't. But, you so know, we, we might, might as well just let go. We Let's go. <laughs> Let's go crazy at the Peeps water cooler. Mm-hmm. Add the sound effect again. Okay. Okay. That's that's reasonable. I could. That's feasible. Yeah. <laughs> it's so squishy. Yeah, I can kind of see it, sort of. But I'll never unsee it, really. I don't think. But since we've decided that they're not. What is it? Inedible? Inedible. I keep saying unedible. uneditable. I'm thinking that's like, and also it sounds like I'm saying edit, editable, yes, like you're does. editing something. Edible. Oh my gosh. Who dosed your peeps? I don't know. Maybe I should stay away from them. But anyway, since we've decided they're- peep speech? They're in, anti, non, and unedible. Mm-hmm. You are going to come up with some alternative uses, obviously the water cooler being one. And that I did. Mm-hmm. That I did. Oh, I can't wait to hear them. Well, the water cooler really doesn't count. Oh. It's a, uh, that's kind of a, like one of those things we do as an ancillary. It's a bonus feature for bonus. you, our listeners. Yes. The alternative uses for peeps. Okay. Can I get a drum roll? Number five. We're going to count them down. <laughs> count down. Yeah, I love count it. Count down. Number five. Hang from your car mirror. Oh, yeah. Just they like could a lucky even... uh, talisman or something like that. Exactly. Well, do they have like a fragrance? I don't even know. They like... will after a couple of days of that. Well. <laughs> All right. Continuing uh, on now. Number four. out the sun. Yes. All right. Number four. Paint black horizontal stripes on them to ward off hornets. You put them outside. <gasps> they think they're the biggest hornet in the world and they go away. Aren't there other colors? No, I don't think so. Hornets are always yellow and black. No, no. The peeps, not the hornets. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know nature, but I know that. You, but I didn't know peeps. You're right. The, well, I think you they have do some you know, pink. They, it could be like they're, they're mutants. True, and true. And the, the hornets fly up and they see that and they say, oh, no, you're doing gene splicing on us. Right. Run away. Or do they even have, do they even see colors? Hornets huh. or peeps? Exactly. Okay. All right, next. Number three, one word, earrings. Oh. <gasps> Yes. Now that's kind of like hanging them from your car mirror. It's a I little think. bit, yeah, but yeah. classier. But you could pin them, you know, like the the classic uh, pin the, back or whatever. Right, are they are they clip on or are they <laughs> <laughs> clip on peeps? Oh, that sounds because my ears. Salacious. I used to have them pierced, but they had to have, they closed in, so I'd have to do it, get clip on your peeps. No, my ears. Get the clip on my peeps. ear, like not my ears didn't grow closed, but my ear. But your peeps did. Yes. Okay. okay. Number two. Garnish for a cloyingly sweet martini called the plastered peep. I actually like that idea. Yeah, but it would be cloyingly sweet, so if you drink more than a couple of sips, you're in trouble. Cloyingly sweet. That's the name of my album. Cloyingly. (laughs) And the number one alternate use for peeps, a temporary, very temporary substitute for a bathtub ducky. (laughs) That would be so gross. Who would know? Floating, floating, but not a peep anymore. (laughs) What what is that? Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, with that, I'm now hungry for Easter candy, but not peeps. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. We drop new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month, but to make sure you don't miss a show, follow us wherever fine podcasts are published. And if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the podcast, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating or review. And please visit our website, couplesincpodcast.com. That's couplesincpodcast.com to learn more about us, review show notes, or leave us a message. Until next time.